episode two of Pass Due. We are at the Hilton San Jose Convention Center. Yeah. Getting ready for Week Fest. Rollins tomorrow. We're waiting for Nick and we are waiting for Ivan. Um, Nick, Nick has not even left. Actually. I just got off the phone with Nick. He says that he hasn't left yet. The car is being like finished up last couple things. And that Ivan, last he heard, left maybe about an hour, two hours ago. And it is uh, 10 right now. 10 p.m. That means he's going to be here like uh, 3 in the morning. Yeah, 3, 4 in the morning. And Ivan should be here in like the next three hours? Uh, Three to four hours, I would say, depending exactly how long he left. We made it safe. We, we made it out here. We took, off, we took off. We hit the freeway exactly at 5 in the morning. Yeah, we did. And then we got here like at what, 5.40? 11.40, sorry. So we did a pretty good time, I feel like. You know, we, we stopped did. once. Leo couldn't gas. bring the, the Slamero. No. I mean, um, he came in the... He came he's in the, here. He brought but, the Camaro. But, but he, di- he, didn't, he didn't get to finish it the way he wanted to to put it into the show. So we actually got yeah. a replacement there. Um, it was so many last minute things we had to like change. Yeah, but I think we were prepared. I mean, I think we're as prepared as we can be. Yeah. And we're just kind of rolling with the punches at this point because it's just like, what else can we do? Yeah, but we're, we're chilling in uh, Leo's room. <laughs> we're in Leo's room. Leo's not even in here right now. He just stepped out for a second, but... Yeah, we're recording inside the hotel room. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, the original idea was to record and have Ivan on here, but, but he's he won't late, be here. Like, like always, actually. Sure, I didn't say it, but... <laughs> I'll say it. He, he knows. <laughs> Um, I brought my little brother. He's hey not everyone. that little. <laughs> He's how old are you? Twenty? Nineteen. Converted to twenty. Yes. Close, close enough. He's the one that's <laughs> making our logo, the the past due logo. He's working on it. Um I don't know. It's exciting. I mean I mean like just like we talked about last time on the first episode, like it's super stressful, like everything we're doing, but I don't know. I'm trying to just put all that shit aside and just trying to enjoy the trip. You know, just take it all in. Because like you said earlier, like the next thing you know, it's going to be fucking Sunday yeah, night and we'll be, be packing over. up because we have to leave Monday and you'll be like, oh shit, I didn't yeah, even get dude. to enjoy the weekend I'm, or whatever. I'm telling you, I started spacing out like when I was driving and I fucking hate that shit. And I'm surprised. Because then I don't enjoy it and then I feel like yeah, I start I was, overthinking it and I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to enjoy this. Yeah. But I'm all right right now. I was, uh, I was actually really surprised considering I only got like two hours of sleep that the drive wasn't that bad for me. Yeah, I don't know why I want to sleep so late too. I don't know. I ended up knocking out like at 2. I was up by 4. You guys were at my house exactly like at 4.30. Yeah, we're punctual. Like, yeah. I got out of the shower and I heard people talking outside. I was like, the fuck? And I look out my window and you guys were already out there. We look pretty sketchy, I'm sure. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, these fools are actually on time. Um, but yeah, the the drive wasn't that bad. Um, I drove the truck, my FJ, and trailered like a little enclosed U-Haul trailer with all the stuff for the booth and stuff. Leo said that I got airborne a couple times with the trailer, but I didn't you feel just, it. It bounced a lot, but I didn't see it. I think I it's because of the lack of weight in it because it's still kind of light. So I feel like it bounces a lot, especially because the five freeway was fucked up coming up. Yeah. It was a fucked up road. But everything was fine. We made it <clears> yeah, fine. we made it. It wasn't bad. We got here. Did we were able to check in early. Huh? Did you call your mom? Right. <laughs> the second we pulled we up. <laughs> yeah. My mom worries a lot. Extra this year. I don't know why. Which was worrying me. You know, that brujeria stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, we don't know what we're going to talk about today. We have we, a bunch of topics in mind, but not one that's set. Like and a particular one? I think we're just going to roll with the punches. Chat it up with my brother. We have like a live audience here, considering like yeah. there's people going to be in the room tonight. We have my girlfriend, and then Leo and his girlfriend will be in here in like 10 minutes. A couple minutes. 
Um, so yeah, we'll maybe just chit chat it up. You, you, you're gonna be able to hear them on the background anyway. Yeah. So like, especially Leo, the conversation will be inclusive. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, bro. We'll have a couple of drinks. So he Ex- might say some shit he shouldn't, but <laughs> that's what we want. Excuse the loose tongue. So, what are we talking about? I don't know. I thought your brother was going to pull up some random online I topics. I think we're going to talk about... I was supposed to bring up some random topics. Well, we one of them did come up, but I think Hector doesn't Oh, yeah, no, no. One of them... No, I didn't say that. No, no, We're going to accuse Raul so, of what he had said. Oh, that's right. You guys wanted to put me on the stand for what I had said. Yeah. About, re- about religion and hell. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, go for it. Or you were going to say something, right? No. I'll say it later. Oh. Well, I don't know. Because you guys said something <laughs> about... Oh, because no, no, no. You, you were oh, talking about it. jumping off the building. Like, like the people... Like in 9-11 and stuff like that, like people who jumped off the building, would you be able to jump off the building or would you just like stay in and burn? Yeah. And I said I probably would just jump off because I mean, it's, I feel like it'd be a better death than just burning alive. I feel like it's one of the worst ones. Right. And you're like, yeah, but then you're going to hell. And I said, yeah, if you're religious. Right. <laughs> so that just comes from oh, me. that's how it came up. Yeah. That just comes from me not knowing exactly what's out there. So I'm not going to sit here yeah, and say that. I was just joking. There but... is a heaven. There is a re- hell. So I mean, I that's just me and my, my opinion. So. If I don't believe in hell, then how can I say I'm going there, you know? Yeah. Now, if I end up there, then I'll be like, well, shit. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of uh, religious people always end up saying, like, um, oh, you're better off believing because, I mean. Like, worst case scenario. Like, right, worst case if, scenario, if exist, you'll, you'll end up in heaven, right? Yeah. But Yeah, no, I think. Like, they I, always say, like, yeah, well, I mean. I mean, I don't live my life as a sinner knowing with the ideology, like, fuck it, like. Yeah, There's yeah. no repercussion for my right, like right, right. life choices, so fuck it. I mean, I live my life. I feel like as a good person. So I mean, at yeah, the end of the day, nice person. Yeah, yeah, huh? You're a pretty nice person. Oh, thanks, Hector. It's like the first compliment all weekend. <laughs> Not to me, but you're nice. Oh, okay. to others. Yeah, that's. I'll I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I I live my life. I feel like a good person, and whatever happens, happens. Like I said, I unfortunately there's no way for us to know. So I mean, you know, but. But when it comes to stuff like that, I'm just, I don't know. I think it all comes down to respect. I respect everyone's ideologies and beliefs and stuff like that. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but I'll you agree. Don't, you don't think I do? I don't think you <gasps> respect everyone's beliefs. Respect. I, I respect people's beliefs in the sense that I don't, like, talk shit and I try to, like, change their minds about stuff. Yeah, like, it's just much, I think it's much easier when you don't believe in something because then you don't feel strongly about it. So, like, Christians or, like, Catholics... <laughs> Since no, they believe in it, then they feel like they have to defend they it. Have, yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, all atheists or whatever, but I have come across some atheists that, like, try to, like, call you stupid or ignorant for being a believer or believing in religion or anything like yeah. that, you know? And I feel like that's wrong, too. You know, I just feel like everyone should just be able to believe in whatever they want to believe in. And, you know, if you don't agree, that's fine. The same thing we talked about the last podcast. Like, you should be able to have an open conversation with people, even if you don't agree. Like, at the yeah. end of the day, you, you end up better people by just being able to have a conversation with people. That's true. If they allow it. <laughs> there are people who just can't. And I feel when, it, when, it, when you come across someone like that, I feel like the best thing to do is just, like, stop. Because you already know you're not going to get anywhere. And you're just going to end up into, like, a really, like, intense, right. you know, argument. And it's not going to be worth it, you know? It's a lose-lose situation at that point. Well, the other day... Me and my other brother were talking about it because he likes to go to church a lot and he's in the band. And mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't arguing with him, but I was like discussing it. And then I, I, I don't know how it went about. I think Hoyle can explain it better. But I said something about like why or like 
how do you know there's a God or how do you know this? Mm-hmm. And he just said, faith. Mm-hmm. Then and you then have to have faith. I, like, I, I didn't know what to say to that. Like, I can't well, fight. I can't argue that. Because well, I can't tell them, like, no, your faith is fake. Because for you, it's a little bit weirder because you come from, I guess you can say, like, a religious family, yeah. right? And you're just a little bit on the uh, outside of that, right? Right. So I feel like you probably have more experience with this than anybody else when it comes to, like, discussing. Well, I don't even know if you openly discuss it with, like, you know, your brothers or your parents or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, my mom's always on my case. You know, oh, and probably. she'll she'll randomly like come up to me and be like, "Mijo, tú crees en Dios, right?" <laughs> she says, "Right." <laughs> My mom just tells me to go to church. Like, like you need you need the Lord in your life. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not like 100. percent I don't believe in. I mean, I don't right now. But mm-hmm. I mean, if something happens, then maybe I will. But I'm not like. Nah, yeah. There's no. And sustain. honestly, that was one of the arguments that one of my ex coworkers used to always tell me when we would get into this kind of discussion. He would always be like, "Look, Raúl." Right now in your life, you haven't gone through anything that's pushed you to the limit where you need to, like, believe in something else. But one day you will, and that's when you'll find your... But I've never seen... Or go for it. I've never seen that, like, as a... Well, not necessarily a valid reason, because I'm sure it can be. Mm -hmm. But um, for someone to say, like, oh, the key to getting faith is that you need to have this, like... A hardship. Yeah, or this detrimental effect in your life. That's, like... These past few months, Mm -hmm. you know I haven't been feeling well. Right. And... I prayed a lot more than I have before. Right. More than usual. Even though I don't, like, necessarily believe in anything, but I just mm-hmm. thought, like, fuck, I'm going to die. <laughs> so let me just start praying. Yeah. And sometimes I do pray, even if I don't feel like There's shitty. nothing there. Right, right, right. But I'm just talking. Yeah. And a lot of the times I fall asleep. And then, but it's funny because it's ev- almost every single time that I do that, I fall asleep. Yeah, and then I, maybe sometimes I look at it as like, oh, you know what? Like I fell asleep and mm-hmm. I was able to, and if I didn't do that, then maybe I would have been just overthinking. Things. Like you feel like it gave you some type of peace that yeah. it, it allowed you to go to sleep. Or... Yeah, but then I feel like a hypocrite in the morning because I'm oh, like, what did I pray? It's if funny I... you say that because I feel like a hypocrite every time because I I, I can't call myself a believer, right? Uh-huh. But yet, like this morning when we took off to come over here, the first thing I did when we jumped on the freeway was like make the sign of the cross when we got on the freeway. Oh, you see, I don't do that. Andrea does that all the time. You know, and it's just I think. <sighs> I, to I, like to begin with, I think it's just like a it was like it's a habit thing mm-hmm. because you know we did it as kids. Like anytime we got on the car, anytime we got onto the street, anytime we crossed the church, like it was just a habit. And sometimes it, I just it's like muscle memory kind of thing. Like oh, okay. I, I hop on the freeway and it's like the, like I don't even know I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's just, just like putting it. your seatbelt on at that exactly. Point. It's oh, okay. just like gotcha. you know. And then I catch myself and I'm like, fuck, I'm such a hypocrite. Like you know, like I don't, I'm not I don't go to church. I don't call myself a believer. I'm not like over here preaching the word of God. But yet I do the sign of the cross to protect yeah. me when I get on the freeway. You yeah, know, sad, yeah. But um, I don't know. Like I'm at I'm at that point in life right now where I just um, may, I I feel like there's there has to be something out there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what. Um, but I, you mean like something out there like <clears throat> like a god or like other like um uh, something in the sense of like. We'll get into the whole alien thing in a bit, but no, so, just something bigger than us. Right, so yeah. something more superior, right? Yeah, like exactly. a bigger purpose? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because I feel like there, I feel like there has to be, because if there isn't, like, sometimes I just feel like, then what the fuck's the point of all this? Sometimes, right. You know? I mean, I was talking to uh, Hector and my other brother, mm-hmm. and we are talking about how, um, well, I've been reading, like, these, uh, I don't know what you want to call them. What are they called? Like, those self-help books? Self, yeah. Oh, huh and um a lot of them have to do like with the law of attraction and yada yada like willing it into existence right and what i told hector was like it sounds very much like religion right and um in the book i'm reading there's like uh 12 chapters to like success 
and a lot of them are emphasizing the point of like bring it or like br- like will it into existence right. right yeah if you want it right like, speak but about it yeah it, but that's what i was telling hector that it sounds very familiar as to like praying uh-huh like um whether you see it as god or the universe right. or some supreme being right you're speaking it out into the universe mm-hmm. and you're hoping right that right. it will into existence so what i told hector i was like what if these religious people just mastered the art of um willing shit into existence? Yeah, right yeah. exactly yeah dude that's interesting it is because if they can do it and they became successful like what's yeah the the, I mean, the only difference that I think, though, is they've kind of um, narrow-sighted themselves to, I guess, um, relying on someone else, per se. Right. Like, um, hey, I'm going through this. So, um, And then a lot of times they make these, like, wagers where they're just like, I'll start doing this if mm-hmm. um, I'll stop drinking, right? Right, right. Like, they, if, what, if, they bet with themselves? If you get me out of the situation, right? right, uh, right. If you get a payoff in debt, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think it should be something like that from what those books say. Um, <laughs> it has a lot to do with, um, just put it out there, mm-hmm. keep on going after it yeah. and then eventually it'll come. And that's what religious people seem like. They pray back to back. Yeah. Always, until, have, faith they, in, always yeah. have faith in it. And then they always say like, it always happens. Right. Like, right. I don't know how they did it. It was just a miracle. It came right. into existence. So, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think we touched like touched on this topic that on the first episode, <laughs> like the whole, um, uh, fate. Not faith, but fate. Fate, uh-huh. Yeah, because me and Hector have gone back and forth about fate, like, all the time. <laughs> but, um... You mean I'm, fate as in, like... Or go for it. I like, just like, to... like, fate in the sense of, like, what's for... Like, like predestined. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, what's going to happen is going to happen and kind of stuff like okay. that. And how he believes in it and... And I kind of don't, you know? <laughs> you have to... It's a different... It's hard to explain. I don't just believe that everything's going to happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. But, but you do feel that there's things that happen, and they happen for a reason, is right? It, is, yeah, is it different to say things have happened for a reason? It's the same thing. It's just once past tense. Yeah, so I just... <laughs> my thing is, like, when you ask me, like, oh, you're just going to sit there and let it happen. That's that's the biggest argument but that I have towards people... That No, that's the biggest argument I have towards people that believe hardcore in fate, is that, like, so if you feel like your life's predestined for you, then you could just chill and do whatever the fuck you want. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen no matter mm-hmm. what, because the stars say it's gonna happen. Yeah, fuck the stars. And I don't like thinking that way. I like to think I have control over my own life, and that you know, life is nothing but a bunch of consequences and actions reacting to other actions. And you I'm know? just confused because I obviously I don't just sit there, right? So, but sometimes I do say like, oh, everything just everything's okay. Everything happens for a reason. Maybe it's just a saying. I don't know. I don't know, but. I just don't like the idea of that. I like, get you. it doesn't. It doesn't matter what I do. Like, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. Yeah, like, like that's I'm, bullshit. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you just blame everything on that. People can. Yeah. yeah. Just like those people that there's people in religion that do the same thing, that like, oh, something happened. Like, oh, it was God's will. Uh huh. And to me, it's like that's bullshit. Like that yeah, shouldn't have fucking happened. Yeah, that's the same thing. It is. I hate that. Yeah. Like, see, Dios quiere. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or there's like, a lot of, there's, like, a lot of parents that are just like, oh, are you going to be here on Sunday? And they're like, well, you know what? If God wants me here at church, I'm going to be here. My mom, <laughs> says, my, mom like... says, my mom says that shit all the time. Anything I ask, anything I, I tell my mom about, like, like something coming up, like an event or something, first thing out of her mouth is, like, pues primero Dios. And I'm like, nah, fool. You need to wake up and, like, do <laughs> yeah, that shit, right. you know? And But, yeah, it's just I think a lot of people have that kind of mentality, and it's kind of like, 
it, it just comes down to a certain point where like something super fucking horrible can happen to you. And if it's comforting to you to say like, well, well, if God wouldn't wanted it to happen this way, it, it had to happen this way. Mm-hmm. I just don't find comfort in that. And there's people that do find comfort in that. And I guess that's cool. You know, people find comfort in different things and find um, closure in different things. Well, that's what he was saying. He was saying like, um, it's okay. Like, like my mom that goes to church all the time mm-hmm. because she finds comfort in that, even if right. it doesn't exist. Right. Like at least it, it makes her feel better. Yeah. About, yeah. And that's fine. I feel like anybody should do whatever the fuck they want if it makes them feel better about right. themselves, about their life or whatever, you know? And nobody in this life should have the right to tell you, like, you're wrong or you're stupid or you shouldn't believe in that, mm-hmm. you know? So. so on the way up here, uh-huh. we started talking about uh, first The Hills Have Eyes. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. And um, just like all that, like military, like alien stuff, mm-hmm. like how they blew up the, they did like uh, tests, like bomb tests or whatever. Oh, huh. And we started talking about aliens, and I played the the podcast, the Joe Rogan one, right, where they're talking to some like dude that worked at Area Fifty One, Area S Four, S Four, yeah, yeah. The 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 guy that has a new Netflix special, right? Sure. There's like guy, a new yeah, documentary, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, forgot his name. Bob, no, yeah, Bob something. Bob Lager? Lazar. Lazar. Lazar, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> You're really paying attention, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, some of the stuff he said was trippy, but I don't believe that shit. You know? I don't believe what he said. I'm oh, not saying okay. I don't believe in aliens, but I don't believe what he said. So you do believe in aliens? You don't believe don't his know, story? I don't know. Though? It's like the God. Oh. oh, okay. But what he was saying, it sounded way too, like, he didn't know what, what he... He like, sounded like his story was, like, really, like... Uh, janky? No, like he said it so many times that... Oh, like it sounds like it's rehearsed. Yeah, but then he would like stutter and like uh-huh. get caught up in his own words. And oh, like okay. He'd be like, oh, I have this migraine that's making my heart for like me. Like he's trying to remember what he said the last interview yeah. kind of thing. I mean, yeah. it just sounds like he kind of built up his story over the years. Yeah. yeah. And he's just kind of narrating it every single time on yeah. different podcasts. And yeah. Yeah, so... But I mean, it, it's great. I believe in aliens. I feel you'd have to be very narcissistic to... Not believe in aliens. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, no, come no, on. No, 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 but I mean, we just what? completely jumped from the point of like, you're not ignorant to believe in God, but now you're, no, in, no, it's because, now you're I mean, see, I need my brother here to call Raul out. No, I'm just bullshit. saying, like, I mean, you'd have to be pretty, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe not narcissistic, but just, um, stupid. <laughs> like oh, Leo's back Leo's back from Arrogant, his bird yeah, like, self- like self-centered yeah, yeah to believe that like out of this fucking enormous ass fucking universe we're the only ones that, yeah that's true you know I feel like you have to be pretty like high and mighty about yourself about the human race you know that right. we're like the only ones what did Leo say? the duendes from Mexico oh tiny things but are they leaving again? damn straight up calling you guys out huh? Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to get yeah. that ticket. Um, um, but yeah, remember I've been telling you about that. I have that alien story that was told to me by that girl that I went on a date with that one time. Yes. I've been wanting to tell you. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. And, but you kept telling me, like, save it for the podcast. Oh, yes. 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 So, I hate doing that, but it has to be done. Go I mean, it. It, it, at the end, it's yeah. worth it. Um, so, yeah, so I went on a date with this one girl. And she saw the sticker that I have on my truck, which is, like, a little alien that says, mm-hmm. we're out here. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh... Uh, do you believe in aliens? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I have a crazy ass story, but I don't know if you're <laughs> right. She's like, but I don't know if you're ready to hear it. And we were, it was like our first date. We were like gonna have dinner, and we were like halfway through dinner when she's like, oh, she's like, I'm gonna tell you the story anyways. I was like, okay. So basically, it's about her, her dad and her aunt. 
his brother, right? <clears throat> uh-huh. They were driving in Mexico. They had to go through this really like fucked up mountain road. I forgot. It's really famous. Uh, it like ends in Osa, like that. L- 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 no, like. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up and we'll plug it in or something. But anyways, it's a really sketchy part of like mountain road that you have to like cross to get from like one part of Mexico to the next. I forgot what state it's in. But um, so they were going to cross that. So they told their family members like, hey, we're about to leave. We should be there in a couple hours. We're about to like take off. So they're like, okay, cool. I think the total average, they should have been there like in four hours. Anyways, hours go by and they don't show up. So the family started getting worried or whatever. The last thing the dad and the aunt remember was driving and they see like a pair of lights coming at them. Mm-hmm. And the aunt said like, hey, I think that truck is going to try to like cut you off. Like you should like pull over or something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll pull over in a bit. Like, let me just get ahead of this one car. <coughs> and um, the last thing they remember is just those lights getting like so close. And the next thing they know is the next thing they remember is pulling up to the house. And the, <laughs> they pull up to the house like if nothing happened and everyone's like worried shitless. And they're like, oh, hey, you know. And then they're the family's like, the fuck, like where you guys been, blah blah blah. What happened? Well, Wait, what we do you were... mean? Like they, the dad and the aunt, fucking, the last like thing, they just transported to the house. The aunt, as far as the aunt and the dad know, they were driving. They saw these lights. They got super close. The next thing they know, they're pulling up to like the house, and like they felt like they just drove, like okay. everything was normal. But it turns out, like the family was super worried. They had been missing for like four days. What the fuck? Yes, like yeah. the d- like throughout the drive. Yeah. Like, they were supposed to show up, like, it was, like, a Friday. Like four hours, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they had been missing for, like, four days. So, that's why the family was super worried. And they were like, what the fuck, dude? Like, where you guys been? And they're like, what are you guys talking about? Like, we just got here. Like, you know, we might have run a little bit late, but they're like, what the fuck? Like, it's, like, four days. Jesus. And they were like, what are you guys talking about? Like, and they just didn't know. And that's, so that's that. The aunt kind of talks about, like, what she thinks happened. Right? Like, mm-hmm. she thinks there might have been some alien activity whatnot. The dad just won't straight up talk about anything. Like, if you bring up aliens, fucking UFO, anything like that, he gets pissed and he, like, storms off. <laughs> but the weirdest part is that the mom and the dad have been married for, like, years. And then soon after that whole incident happened, she was, like, cutting his hair or something. And she realized she felt something behind, like, on his hair, like, in his hairline, in mm-hmm. his neck. So she lifted up his hair and he had, like, a really f- weird fucking scar back there. She says he never had that before. What the hell? Yeah, and like if he, she tried to touch it, and like he flinches like really hard and like pushes yeah, her away and shit. Crop circle on his head. Some shit. So I was like, what the fuck? Like that shit's crazy. But Mexico always has the crazy stories. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I mean, I believe in that shit, and I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but. I mean, I remember when I was younger, I would always say, "Um, you guys don't like the chupacabra." Uh-huh. And how it's supposed to be like some goat sucker. Right, right. right? Some like little species that goes and drinks blood. the blood of goats. Yeah. But what I always wondered was, so you know how they say like it comes and goes? Like one second it's there and one second it's gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like nine, I think, when I proposed this. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what if um, these uh, chupacabras are actually like, I don't want to say dogs, but basically the same concept of dogs, but for aliens. Oh, and what they're okay. doing is they're bringing them over here. Uh, kind of leaving them in the fields right to get samples of like blood samples mm-hmm. and bring them back in which is why they're like there one second and then gone another second oh and you were nine when you came up with this yeah, yeah. <laughs> some elevated yeah. shit right there <laughs> yeah i was uh, i remember i was telling my mom but i couldn't like word it right in spanish right it's like <laughs> yeah slipping over my words so but it's great like did you ever watch the movie the fourth kind 
Yeah, I with the owl. So. Yeah, the OVO movie. Yeah, yeah like that. that shit really is the OVO movie. That shit really creeped me out for some reason. Like I don't know if because of like the fake real footage or the way like the actors were like being portrayed as like the way like they were acting when yeah, they were being it, abducted. Right. It really creeped me the fuck out. Like, it's because it made it seem like it could happen to anyone kind of thing. Yeah. And it's know. like a psychological problem or something. Yeah, just like, like they really fuck with yeah. your head. Yeah. Remember the story my dad told us about like the, that they went out to like, um, I don't know if they were hunting or just walking out around and then they start, walking home in a field. they're walking home in the field. Thanks, babe. And then they heard like horses, like people riding on horses. I don't remember the story at all. He was, I think you were there in the living room. They were riding. No, 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 it was you and Rafa, but go for it. Oh, okay. They were riding on horses. Like, they heard noises, like someone riding on the horses, and they got scared because they were like, who the heck is out here right now? So that they jumped out of the way, and they still heard the noises, but when they looked, they didn't see anything at all. Like, nothing passed them, nothing. The fuck? And uh, he was telling me this, and then my mom started telling me about, like, these, like, witches on a, like, that, they sounded like girls laughing on a tree. Like, just, like, creepy, like laughing in a tree and they went and looked and that there was like this black like huge ass like bird like on the tree and that's the thing that was laughing what the fuck yeah <laughs> what yeah i don't know i i i don't know if i remember correctly but i do remember i don't know if it was our dad but he had a, like a story similar to the one you said of like the lights coming and right. then the next thing you know they were I forgot what it was, but he said that he was on like some road and there was this bright light. The same concept that they were oh. like there was a gate and it was closed or something. No, no, no. But he, now that you said that, he just reminded me. One time he said that he went out with his sister, my dad, mm-hmm. and there was like cows everywhere. Right? They went to go check on the cows, mm-hmm. and that dude. When he told me, I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like this is. <laughs> I like I was. It was dark as fuck. We were in the living room just chatting uh-huh. it up. That shit was just just crazy. Uh-huh. And he said that, like, a bright white light, like, shined down on the cows. And if the cows were moving, they would just freeze. Like, stop moving. Shut the fuck up. And then he said that he was with his sister, and they were just randomly walking. Uh And out of nowhere, like, this light hit uh, hit them on top. Uh And that they were, like, aware. Uh But they couldn't fucking move. And it just felt like, like, a force. And I was what? all like, what? what the fuck? I was like, dude, what's that like first person encounter with like, I know, that, so- that? I think that's literally the fourth kind. The, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the funny thing is that my parents, or I feel like Mexican parents, they don't see like, oh, it was aliens. They're just like, what the fuck was that? What? Brujeria. Yeah. Right. Like, uh-huh. and then, and Some then, brujeria <laughs> shit. And then you tell them like, dude, that sounds like fucking aliens. And they're like, they're like, nah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. It's just some crazy nah, shit. Nah, adios. <laughs> yeah. Like it, <laughs> but it was that, God's will. Yeah. <laughs> that story tripped me out. Because he said that they were literally just walking and it felt like they could not move at all. Wait, who said that? Her dad? My dad. I'm about to go home and ask him. That shit's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Somebody write that down. Can you write that down? That, that story. <laughs> like, Make notes. Where are, where's dude, I'm notes? about to go out there and like research this. Okay. Dude, Mexicans yeah. are fucking ballsy. If that shit happened to me, I'd start crying or something. <laughs> Seriously. You shit your pants, dude. Yeah, because he brush Fuck it off. off. They're just yeah, like, they're oh, just hey, like, oh, hey, uh. I got abducted last <laughs> night, but. I was like, whatever. <laughs> But nah, dude. Like, I feel like there's, I feel like there's a lot of like super crazy things out there we just don't know yeah, about. Yeah, for sure. Or um, I'm a huge conspiracy nut, so I feel like the government hides a shitload of things from us. I mean, when it do. comes to the government, though, I'm a little bit more so like, um, it's not that I like don't believe in them, mm-hmm. but um, I tend to be a little bit more skeptical about oh, like, yeah. the conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. When it, 
there's just a bunch of like like the whole like Illuminati. Mm-hmm. But I know that the Illuminati like had its origins like from way way back. Yeah. But so they transitioned into like some. I mean, you probably know more about it since you're a conspiracy now. But <laughs> I, I don't know what it's supposed to be. I'm just. I don't know, and I, I don't know like. To me, I've had I've always had this idea that like if the Illuminati was like this top secret society, like there's no way they'd be so open about it. Like there's no way we we common people would know about it if they really wanted to be a secret society. You know? What if like? Well, I mean, the just knowing that they're like they exist is, I mean, that doesn't affect them. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's fine. But or maybe they want, but we they, don't know. Yeah, like we don't know who's in it. Like yeah. we don't know where they're at. We don't yeah. know where. So. What if they're like the people from John Wick? It's possible. Yeah, what if that's Illuminati? I mean, at, at the end of the day, I do believe that the world is ran by a very small group of people who we have no fucking clue who they are, what their names are. We could run into them in the street and we'd be like, whatever. And I feel like this very small group like run the fucking world. We just don't know. And what government, do you mean by run go- the world, though? Like, like, they run the money. They run the governments like ah, okay. through the back end. You yeah, know? And yeah, I feel yeah. like governments are just placed there to have something for us to have something to blame when shit goes sideways you know or but do you think the government also knows about these people or they're just kind of controlled in this like where i feel like they're just controlled like okay. it's all like a puppet act i feel like or something right. like that you know they make them feel like they're kind of in control yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> okay but i don't know dude just so much crazy shit dude like <clears throat> it's just it's scary to go down that road because then you get people that like they, they go way out there yeah you know with some like bonkers like conspiracies you know like yeah. Some crazy Some shit. Some people have, like, full-on gotten... I think there's, like, a term for it where they almost, like, de- self-diagnose themselves with, like, um, paranoia about it and they constantly feel like they're being yeah. watched by the yeah, government dude. or, like... Yeah, you know, But then you hear all those stories about where the government does that. Or not, I don't know if it's the government, but people say, like, oh, I started, like, seeing this or that mm-hmm. and then everyone's just, like, no, you're just fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's not necessarily them. It's just... They try to make it seem like they are. I don't know, and then and then that put that puts you all into like getting into involved into like what the brain is capable of to do like the way you think and shit like that. And that's true, dude. The brain works in crazy. Uh, yeah, ways. have you guys ever seen Limitless? Yeah, yeah, that movie was. It's crazy, dude. I was the other day I was listening to I forgot what podcast it was, but they were talking about some disease, some mental disease, where you could it's like it's like a facial recognition, facial recognition, like disability. Uh-huh. Where, like, I could see you, but I don't recognize you. Even though I... Like, okay, I could recognize your face, but I don't I don't believe you are who you are. Like, I think you're being, like, like an imposter. Okay. Because I guess there's a thing where, like, there's a visual recognition that you have with someone's face, and you're supposed to have, like, a chemical reaction to it. Like, when you see, like, your mom's face, you have a chemical reaction to know, like, that's my mom. Like, I love her, this and that. Um, and I guess this disability, you recognize that it's her face, but because your body doesn't react to it, you you think like oh she's being like it's an imposter like it's someone so you don't feel like attached to it exactly kind of like yeah you recognize, you recognize the face but there's no attachment to it uh, and it's like fuck dude that's fucking crazy that like the like oh, it's just it blows my mind what like the mind can do you know yeah. well, it's like, fucking um, insane there's like, yeah there's a bunch of things like um I think it's very rare but like people who can't feel pain because yeah. uh, they have like uh they're missing like well they're not missing them but their pain receptors aren't active right but all that means is that like they're their brain isn't um, interpreting it right. Do you get yeah. What I'm so it's just like, if our brain were to like shut off those um like, what are they called like axons or whatever right. they're called. Uh huh. Um, yeah, like we wouldn't feel anything. It's right? just weird. Oh. Like it trips me out. Like I think about the like the human body and the brain, like like an electrical system, and like one little thing like miswired and like you're fucked, you know, <laughs> or like something's gonna work completely different, you know. 
That's it's fucking crazy. But it is crazy how like you can just like hallucinating. Yeah. Like, you don't have people who people who that. have like um, what is it um. Schizophrenia. Yeah, you know how they just like see things or. Oh, fuck, it's crazy, dude. Like sleep apnea. I mean sleep <laughs> sleep apnea. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Oh, that's I have both. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never uh, experienced it, but I've had, like, like you know, I've had friends who have experienced it, and the way they describe it to me, it's fucking horrifying. Dude. I've never had it, or I don't know if I have, because there was this one time, I don't know if you remember, Hector, I think I woke up and I told you that, but it's the spiritual aspect that creeps me out about it. Some people mm-hmm. say, like, they see things because they're, like, nightmares kind of, like, right. merge with their... Cause that's what scares me. Yeah. When like Henry, Henry would tell me like, Oh, that happened to my dad. And like, he said that like this creepy, like black thing would like mm-hmm. sit on his chest. See, and, but like, everyone says out. that. And then I was like, that's some bullshit. Like, right. shut up. It's stupid. One day I was sleeping, mm-hmm. minding my own business. <laughs> like and, you do. And I was knocked <laughs> out and I started having this weird ass nightmare that this like black figure mm-hmm. was chasing me. And I started running and I jumped on the van mm-hmm. and I got on the top. Like, like, like if it was a dog or something uh-huh. and this thing like just started climbing and climbing mm-hmm. next thing I know I woke up and I'm like oh shit that was a weird ass dream and I'm laying down on my bed mm-hmm. and I fucking turn around and that Leonardo <laughs> and I turn around and that black figure is like literally on the side of my bed like with its hands like trying to get onto the bed uh-huh. and I sh- start trying to scream mm-hmm. like fucking anything uh-huh. and it i thought that i was but then i realized that nothing was coming out of my mouth fuck. and it's like how the fuck does our brain make shit up like that like or does it make or it did, up yeah that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna oh, say that's really that like creepy shit well it hasn't happened after that but dude that shit was the scariest or like, thing have you ever had like ever. an out-of-body experience where like you see yourself sleeping no no I, i've <laughs> had that just like no i've had that shit happen where like it feels like a dream but i don't know but like i'm literally like on top of like myself and i'm watching myself sleep and there's like a snake coming at me well i'll let you know this um yeah hector and me have a shitty ass imagination Uh uh-huh so i don't know if you knew but um or actually just i mean out of curiosity (laughs) if you were to close your eyes right now Uh um actually just you know what go for it so close your eyes real quick okay and um just imagine a house right a house yeah okay all right what color is it blue okay see i can't do that how the fuck do you like i am not i am not capable of my eyelids yeah, right. You can't imagine something when you close your eyes? I, no. can, ima- I can think of it, but I don't see it. So you can't visualize something? No, I can't right. visualize it I just, no, at all. Or at least speaking for myself, I can only understand the concept of it in my head. But you can't like portray it onto like I, yeah, your... So, but you see, the interesting thing is I just asked you to visualize a house. You already applied the color to it. Yeah. You know what I'm I didn't say visualize a blue house. Or visualize right? a house with a color and, right. then, and then tell me so what color So if you were to tell me to visualize a house, I... And you said what color was it? I would about to say that. I would say I don't see a house, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's just a fucking like not nothing at all, right? Oh, you say you, you like, just see black. I'm broken. And then not, he mentioned something about how it has something to do with like being uh, creative. Uh huh. Right. What do you mean? You well, said, there's. A, I mean, I know there's a bunch of like creative people who don't have it, mm-hmm. who like don't have like the ability to kind of like imagine things. Yeah. Which um, I mean, it isn't mean it's not like a law like a rule like right you can't do that you're not a creative person it's more so like on a spectrum too like some people are just better at it yeah but um i mean it doesn't mean you can't be an artist right like there's a bunch of good artists that have that but they can only draw from reference but like muscle memory wise they draw it so long and so long that you just know how to draw something right right i don't know i I mean i feel i I think i've always been like one of those like 
I was always that kid that was fucking ima- like playing with like an imaginary fucking skateboard or. Why did you say friend? <laughs> I you know that's weird. I don't fucking have any memory of having um, an imaginary friend. But then when I watched that movie Inside Out, have you seen it from Inside Pixar? Out? Yeah. yeah, the one where Ivan's in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you remember that part where Bing Bong, like, <laughs> falls into no, the... I don't know the names and shit. The imaginary friend, the little, t- like... No, I don't remember. The Kanye con- thing? No? No. Do you remember? Do you watch I it? I didn't watch it, no. Uh, well, anyways, this girl whose mind we're in in this movie, like, she has her imaginary friend, and it's in the, her memory, but in to save, like, I don't know, something, he, like, falls into, like, the abyss, like, the for- forever forgotten uh-huh. to save something else, like, something really important. And it kind of brought back the like, oh, maybe that's why we don't remember our imaginary friends from when we were kids, because at some point they just fall into that, like something or they fall in, they fall into something where it's no longer recoverable, you know, but, but it's crazy how like, but then I also think that kids imaginary friends are like really ghosts. Yeah, because they see a lot of kids see ghosts. Dude, my, my, my friend's kid, she randomly fucking, my friend's kid keeps tripping on the same fucking place in the house. There's nothing there. It's literally just the fucking walkway. And every time she walks by there, and it's not like she just trips and falls or slips. You see her, and it looks like someone fucking shoves her. Because she does this whole, like, action where, like, she falls. And it's in the same spot every day, no matter what. And it's just, like... And her mom was telling me, like, I'm kind of freaking out. Because I feel like it's maybe something Uh there. And then she'll have these moments where, like, you could be playing with her. Like, you'll be playing blocks or whatever. Right, right. And out of nowhere, she'll just, like, "Ah!" And she'll, like, get the shivers and just, like, crazy, like, move. Like, something just, like, startled her. Yeah, yeah, for, like, no reason. Out of nowhere. And we're all just staring at her, like, the fuck is wrong (laughs) wrong with you, you know? (laughs) And and then comes the whole thing of, like, kids can see ghosts. Right, I mean, there's a bunch of, like, trippy stuff about, like, um, that whole concept, like, kids see ghosts and whatnot. I know, um... There's some guy had said, like, uh, you know, when kids are kids and then they all have, like, certain uh, behaviors already or, like, some are mm-hmm. more creative or something, yeah. like, doing things that they never even did before. Right. A lot of people say that, um, you know, how they believe in that whole reincarnation concept. Right. That they believe what they're describing or the way they're, like, um, being is a portrayal of their past their life. Their past life. Oh, okay. And that if, like, as a parent, that if you're really observative, that you could kind of see, like... Um, patterns or, like... Patterns, right? Yeah. And then uh, what, you, what you should kind of um, encourage. Yeah. Like if, and they're if, basically trying to tell you their previous self, profession or like right, yeah exactly. their, previous, their previous passion yeah, or whatever it but was. But they say that um we kind of shut that down because we're just like oh no like like they ignore it or like right, focus or like, on oh, math. Oh, focus on the right. Yeah, focus on this shit. And I don't know how true that is, but yeah, there's a bunch of interesting stuff. Yeah, it's just so much so much crazy shit, dude. Like okay, so my um my friend, she told me like ooh like long ago when I first met her, uh she had told me that at her house she would see this little girl. And this little girl was wearing, like, a blue dress, like, like really white girl, like, little small girl with, like, blonde hair, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah. But she always would tell me, I don't believe in ghosts. I was like, then how the fuck do you describe this little girl you see? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, you just don't want to believe what you're seeing, right? right? And she's like, no, I don't know. I don't believe in ghosts. I just, I'm telling you what I see sometimes. And I was like, the fuck? Anyways, so this happened, like, a couple times, whatever. And then she started seeing her at my house. And I'm like, bitch, you just brought your ghost to my house. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. like, you better take that shit home, you know? And then, but yeah, she saw her like twice at my house. We're like, I was like, whatever, you know? She hasn't fucked you up yet. I'm assuming she's a nice one. Um, months go by, whatever. We start hanging around a lot at my sister's apartment. And a couple of weeks go by. My brother-in-law sends me a text. He's like, hey, what dress is the little girl wearing that like Erica sees around? And I was like, oh, it's a little blue dress. And he's like, 
and she's like really white with like super blonde hair and it's long and she's wearing like the dress has like this white lace kind of thing uh-huh. around i was like yeah and he's like fuck she left her at the house and i was like what he's <laughs> like i just saw her like cross the hallway who the- my brother-in-law at his apartment no, 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 but what? Like the girl the little she's girl. been seen? Or the no, girl, yeah, girl? Like the little girl that my oh, friend yeah, sees. My oh, brother-in-law. So it's the same, so it's the same white girl. girl with the blonde hair, blue dress. Yeah. Dress. What the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? Now, he's, now she's there? And he's like, yeah. I was like, where'd you see her? He's like, she crossed the hallway into the kid's bedroom. And I was like, oh, fuck. And he's like, but I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to do anything because she obviously hasn't done anything fucked up. So I'm assuming maybe she's just a friendly ghost, you know? I don't get how people could do that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's not attached to me, so it's it's funny. Hey, I don't know. You have a lot. <laughs> you've been having a lot of stories, you know, bro. Yeah, dude. It's like even Andrea, like her. I think she, I mean I could be wrong, but from what I remember, I think she said that even like they hear things in their house, and like <sighs> don't even get me. Started. They're so chill about it though. Like oh, it's they haven't. They're not bugging. It's us. the. I feel like it's the Mexican mentality. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not a physical threat, don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Exactly. You, cr- <laughs> like, you know so true, out, dude. Yeah, you know, like okay, like the whole brujeria thing <laughs> goes like, goes a long way, dude. Have you heard of the whole the the, the, the ojo, right? The, the whole ojo the thing. Yeah. yeah. So the ojo thing for people who don't know is like there's people in this world supposedly according to like myths and legends that have a really strong sight, I guess you can say, okay. like a really strong stare, and these people are able to inflict certain things onto children elderly people right or whatever that's why people wear those ojo bracelets to protect them from that and um one of the things supposedly one of the cures is you crack like an egg underneath like their crib like the baby's crib crib and if the baby had ojo like the the egg will be cooked the next morning like it'll be cooked see all this but yeah so that's the thing and i'm like what the fuck and supposedly these people who have ojo like that power or whatever the fuck is going on over there? I'm so <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. I think Leo forgot that we were in the room. <laughs> no, he's over here trying to like back hump something. I don't know. Like, something? something? <laughs> no, the action, the action, back hump or something. I don't know what he's trying to do. Oh, he said action. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the whole supposedly people who have this like Wait, no, 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 whatever. What did you say? Um, sorry to backtrack, but you said um. Like, if they crack the egg... Yeah, supposedly... Okay, so supposedly... If, like, let's say, if, for instance, I have this power, right? Uh-huh. Of the ojo. If I go up to uh, a baby, and if I look at the baby, and I think it's really cute, but I don't touch the baby, like, if I don't, like, pinch its cheeks or grab its hand or whatever, I could, in, I could inflict the baby with this ojo. Okay. And then the baby will, like, I don't know, fucking start crying. It just won't sleep at night, whatever. And that's the effect of the ojo. And to cure it, you crack an egg on a plate, and, and you put it underneath the crib, like uh-huh. a raw egg. The next morning, if the baby had ojo, the egg would be cooked. I, if you've never heard of it, ask your parents about it. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, but I'm just kind of wondering, did the egg, was the egg ever cooked? No, no, no. Like, you no, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know some Mexican crawled up in there, took it out, cooked <laughs> that shit, brought it back. Because that's my, that's my thing, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> ask your parents about it. I'm sure they'll tell you a bunch of stories. Like, oh, see, uh-huh, la, la mamá de so-and-so, you had to do it, uh-huh. The like, only thing <laughs> I've heard is, like, when, like, something hurts or, like, Something they put the egg, like oh, like rub the egg around, and then if it breaks, like if, if yeah, it, if it separates or something. I've heard that one too, dude. What if what if these guys are up to something that's like <laughs> the eggs that we don't know? Like yeah, the eggs have some like. What if they're like? That's what I'm saying. Like what if they're like it's like some legit like <laughs> witchcraft that. Well, that's that's the whole thing. Is like it's what if the brujeria kind of shit, you know? 
Like Drag- if it was a chick, you know? Oh, a baby <laughs> chick? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's a bunch of stories like that, dude. Like, my mom has so many of these things, like these brujeria stories that happen. Like, it's yeah. it's insane. They they one time, there was this whole, like, family feud thing. And one time, my mom walked out, and there was, like, a ball of hair outside the door. And she a freaked out. A ball of hair? Like, a ball of human hair. Uh-huh. And she freaked out, right? She turns around. She tries to walk back. You've been inside my house, right? Yeah. You walk through the living room? Yeah, I definitely think you got something attached to you, bro. Dude, <laughs> Seriously. I don't want to talk to you no more. I know. Sorry. We'll break up after <laughs> I this podcast. I don't want to. No, <laughs> she, my mom turned around and tried to walk back to the kitchen through the living room, uh-huh. and she couldn't get past the center of the living room because she said there was such a like, like thick a n- a smell of sulfur. Oh. And it was so thick, so like unpenetrable, she couldn't, pass, she couldn't walk past it. They got so freaked out that they thought it might have been like a gas leak or something. They called okay. the fire department. Uh-huh. The fire department showed up. They're like, dude, there's nothing wrong. We don't smell anything. There's no leak. Nothing's wrong. And my mom literally couldn't fucking pass the living room because she said it was so pungent like she couldn't walk through it. And bro, this guy. They, they had they had to they had to call like a fucking a, like a, a pastor and shit to come and fucking cleanse the house and shit. What? Know, yeah. I've never seen shit at your house, so don't tell me that shit. Huh? I've never seen anything at I mean, your house. Oh. It, it, you just like, make fun of my dog. Me of the stuff that, like, when Hector said, like, that sleep paralysis, what creeps me out is that, it, like, worldwide, everyone who has sleep paralysis. The same, the same thing. Like, oh, there's some black force on my chest. Yeah. And then Hector said he had, like, this dream or whatever. I remember when I was younger, like, super young, mm-hmm. I had this nightmare that scared the shit out of me, dude. And I had it every single night for, like, I want to say months. And it was the same dream. It was me, my brothers, and we're riding our bikes going to, like, a, a junkyard. Mm-hmm. And there was this RV. And every single time we'd go into the RV, there'd be, like, this little girl crying, like, with her long hair, and she'd be staring on the floor. And every single time I'd go up to her, she would turn up and, like, just yell. And, like, just yell. And that's when I would wake up. What and, the dude, fuck? I had that dream, like, over and over. And it would suck because I would know what she was going to do. And you still go up there. And, yeah, but, yeah, it was just, like, the dream would just continue. Like, there was nothing you could do differently. Yeah, and every day I'd wake up, dude, and that shit would suck. Like, and then the next night I'd sleep. And I'd see the trailer and I'd be like, fuck, dude, like, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> but then we all go in there and it's always me being the first person to go and, like, grab her shoulder and then, like... I've never heard this story That's fucking life. creepy. Anything <laughs> with little girls, dude, is fucking creepy. Yeah, little girls are creepy. It's fuck. Dude, like, that's... Yeah. It, I mean, I haven't had it anymore. I mean, I can't even fucking imagine things anymore, right? So it's a nightmare. <laughs> maybe that, <laughs> yeah, maybe so that like, repressed your imagination, yeah, you know? No, like, I, your, I your, your brain was like, like, nah, dude, you're way too wild. Like, we're going to cut this shit off. You said you're way too wild. <laughs> but I can't see nothing no more. <laughs> I know, dude. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Our brain plays tricks on us. So it's, much, dude. Don't tell like, all of that because it's like, or does it? <laughs> it betrays us. It does. It's just... It's amazing, really, like, what kind of shit it does. Yeah, that's why we want to try DMT. <sighs> I already tried it. I'm just kidding. I don't want to. Did try you? It. No. Oh, I was I was all excited. I was like, like, oh, you want to try it? I don't know. I was telling Hector. I don't think I'm in the point of my life where I'd want to try it because I feel like yeah. there's nothing there right now, anyways. <laughs> like, it's just. An, oh, go for it. No, you. Oh, so I was, <laughs> I was telling Hector that um. You it's not that should. I want to try it, mm-hmm. but I'm very curious as to what it, it the, like what the effects are on your body. Because right? you, you, I'm, I'm assuming you've heard like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the people who've done it. Like yeah. yeah. But what I find crazy about it is it's not a drug you take for like pleasure. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. Not a drug it's something you, you do as a spiritual experience. Exactly. And, yeah. So it's you don't take it to feel good. You don't right. take it. Uh, so when you take it, you're making this decision of like, all right, I'm going on this like journey. Yeah. Right? Like an awakening. Right. Yeah. So that's why I find it super interesting because if you're making the active decision to do that, it's yeah. not just some pleasure. It's yeah. not just some. It's not recreational. Exactly. 
exactly. Right. Yeah. And um, there were some guys who took it, and they always say like, "There's like this tunnel, right?" Mm-hmm. And um, like the second you take like the first hit, mm-hmm. like you're pulled out of your body, mm-hmm. kind of like that. Um, what'd you say that experience you had? Where you're like kinda, the out of body experience. Exactly. Yeah. So that happens, and then you take another one, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like they call it like the waiting room, mm-hmm. which is just like that tunnel of like. Have you ever seen like Star Wars? You know, like that light speed tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of something like that. Uh-huh. And then you take the third one, and that's when you just, like, break through. And you just go on some, like, wild-ass... Trip. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I've, I've, I've listened to... Wait, I'm going to I'm gonna take a quick little pause here, because I got to... Wake up, Leo! Leo snoring in the background. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to get the point across. Wow, that didn't even wake him up. All right, guys. So we had to make a quick little switch up because Leo, um, Leo knocked out. He was snoring, so Leo, we had to yeah. move. We had to switch rooms. <laughs> so now we're back. Now we're in my room. I um, forgot what we were talking about. Paranormal activity, something, ghosts, something like that. Sleep paralysis. Are you guys cold? That cold? Not I'm not cold. Huh? You want me to turn the AC off? No, if you want it, I'll go for it. I'm just here. We're just here trying to keep. Because uh, I can keep myself warm. You can't keep yourself cooler. That is true. Thank you for noticing that, because some people would be like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, <laughs> I don't off. care. Get hot. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just having a real good conversation, and you're you're gonna have to wait for for Leo and I mean Leo for Ivan and Nick. So. Honestly, worst case scenario, if I get that tired, I'll just go down and leave his um key a key with the, the front desk, and I'll call him and tell him, "Hey, dude, like, just get here and ask for." I'll leave. A, I left the key for you at the front desk. There. Even though he was probably gonna wake me up when he comes in, which I don't care. Yeah. I know, you know, I'm not expecting him to like tippy toe in, but um, fuck, I really want. He hasn't hit me up. I told him to call me as soon as he hit the road. He hasn't called me, so I don't know if he's hit the road or not. Should we call him while we're recording? That'd be a good conversation. Um, I can't hear it. Let's call. Let's call Nick. Let's find out where he's at. It really is like a bear, huh? Bro, yeah, he, a little woman. <laughs> How does it sound on the headphone? Yeah. Good. Nick Optimus. No, no, no. Still here. Oh, Are you fucking... <sighs> what? No. What? I'm fucking off the roof right now. Uh-huh. Alright, so finish buffing out the roof, put the side skirts on, and put your wheels on? And then that's it, and I'm out. So I mean, I, I mean, honestly, honestly, Nick, you don't have to be here till nine. Are you sure you don't want to maybe just take the car home and take like get a couple hours of sleep and then just hit the road like after a couple hours of sleep? Hold on, Hector's doing the math uh, for you. If we if you get to be here by nine, it's about a six hour drive. You'd have to leave at what three a.m. ish. Leave like at three. I'm just saying it's it's eleven right now. If if you're done before twelve, maybe it's worth it to go home and get like at least two hours a little nap in. That's kind of uncomfortable though. Yeah. That's what I slept last night. No, no, no. I'm saying like going home. Oh. Sleeping, then driving, waking up at three. Uh, I don't that know. That sounds dangerous. It's, it's up to you, Nick. I mean, you, nobody knows sure your your body and your sleep sure patterns. If you feel like you'd be good with like a little two-hour nap, then go home and take a little nap and then head, the, yeah, that's like, true. head there. If you feel like you're better off just like powering through it and just making See, it, then cool. Just uh, just let me know so I know whether to wait for you or if I'll just leave a fucking key for you up in the front desk or if we'll just wait for you out there in the morning. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think you know, uh, I might just go home, take like an hour, two hour nap, and go. Yeah, that way, that way you don't drive. That way, yeah, that way you don't drive through the night. At least that way you only drive a couple hours at night, and then the sun comes up and it kind of revitalizes you. So you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, let me know when the car's done and you you're heading home, and then let me know again right. when you take off and you're on your way out here. All right. All right, for sure. Drive safe. Oh,
Alright, late. I will. Thank you guys. Uh -huh. Peace. See Alright, now let's call. Let's call. Listen, Hector, there's nothing we could do. I know. We There's no point in stressing no, out. No, I'm not stressed about him. I just feel bad for them, dude. I feel bad for him, too, but... I mean, we've all had to do it. But let's call... They haven't left yet? He hasn't left, dude. His car's not even done yet. His car's like... They're barely finishing it up. Let's... Why is it taking so long? Last minute shit. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Let me call... Fuck. doesn't want to. <laughs> I don't care. Um... Call Ivan. The phone calls? Yeah. Why? It's good. Material. I know. It's just... I'll, maybe I can put him at the end. Oh, yeah. What's the deal? What up, Jivan? What's up? Where are you guys at? I'm not going to make it, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, my fucking front bumper came off. I'm on the side of the freeway and I'm trying to fix it. What tape. the fuck? Where? Over here by the 710. By the... Se what do you mean your bumper came off? Did you hit something or what happened? No. Just came off. I don't know. They didn't tighten it. You're not I'm playing, not Ivan. Ivan, I swear, if you're fucking playing. <laughs> you see? You see how well I know him? Fucking, I, I'm gonna fucking punch you in the around. fucking you face when you get here. Right, Where the up? fuck are you? Don't worry about me, fool. I'll be there in the morning. Shut the. F <laughs> hey, Ivan. Who else called you? Everybody else called me, but I'm not answering calls right now. I'm not available. Alright, Ivan, All right. where the fuck are you and when are you leaving? Alright, I'm leaving in a bit. And oh, so you haven't left yet? No, I'm fucking taping up my car. Hey, what's it called? Drive um, safe, Ivan. Please. It's because. Do you know roughly what time you'd be taking off? Now, like I'm leaving now. Oh, okay, the never mind. Then. We're here is because we're, uh... Dude, you're gonna jinx yourself on the 710, you hoe. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't. Have to, well, actually, I think he might have to. I don't know where he's at. Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying because Nick, Nick's probably going to go home and take like a little hour or two hour nap and hit the road like maybe like at 3 a.m. Yeah, no, we're leaving right now. The only reason why we're here is because they're, they're helping me fucking tape up my shit. Oh, okay. All right, for sure. All right, then. Well, I guess uh, we'll see you in the morning, I guess. We won't see you tonight, so uh, just drive safe. All right, my boy. All right, then. See you guys tomorrow. All righty. All right. Bye. Dude. Serious too. Yeah, he always does. No, it was really good. At <laughs> Leo says he could call him on his bullshit. I don't think I so. I called him right now. No, you you were you were questioning it though. Yeah. yeah, you didn't you didn't say like you're fucking around. You're yeah. like Ivan, are you fucking around? Okay, so then uh, let's keep going with this. Yeah, that was more so like you didn't want it to be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but um, yeah. So where do we want to? You guys want me to tell you more like fucked up stories that I, I, I don't know, bro. You're on some. You're on some like next level shit. I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe I do need to go to church. I don't know. If you're a scary motherfucker, go to church. Church. Um. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like. You know, there's people out there like conjuring shit. You know, but yeah, dude, fuck all that. I'm not. I'm not going that far. Conjuring. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like. Circles and yeah, you know, like I'm not going out of my way to bring bad vibes into my life. It's just I don't know why they're there. <laughs> yeah, but you see, why do we trip out about that? Like, if someone's worshiping Satan, like, why? Well, it's like the whole like, do you know the Santa Muerte, the uh -huh. people who like pray to the the saint of death or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's this documentary on Netflix where they go around the world and they um they interview people who like practice different religions, different spiritual things or whatever, 
and they go to Mexico. They go to uh, El DF, right, the uh-huh. capital, and they go to like this really fucked up little like barrio, right, where it's like really bad, like really dangerous and shit. Mm-hmm. And supposedly that's where like that whole La Santa Muerte religion kind of came out of. Okay. And they go and they interview this lady. She's known to be the originator of like La Santa Muerte, you know. And if you asked her, she just says like it's not that we worship death or anything bad. It's just we we accept death for what it is. And we pray to it in the sense of like, like we're all gonna come across it. You might as well be with good terms with it. Like embrace yeah. it. You know, huh? Like embrace it. Kind yeah. Of. You know, like it's inevitable. You might as well get to know it. I guess. Yeah. You know. But I, I think it got a lot of. Uh, I think it got a really bad rep with the whole like you know, narcos like you know praying towards it and using it as like their logos yeah. and shit like that. You know. But she just said like, no, nah, we're not about that kind of shit. You know, <laughs> we're not doing evil things. We're just. You know, we're all going to die. We might as well embrace it and get to know it and just take it for what it is. Yeah. So I think, but, yeah. I don't know. It's creepy. <laughs> it is. A, it's a creepy thing. Yeah. But. I mean. I like, if you believe in that, like, fucking worshiping death, like, might as well just worship God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then there's, have you seen, there's this documentary on Netflix. It's called Zygest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever I've seen it. I've heard of it, but I never, I don't even know what it's about. Or nothing. Yeah. So they go into the whole trying to disprove religion right god mm-hmm. um and they bring up the whole thing that like the whole story of like um like jesus the disciples the three kings all that stuff um it's not the first time that story's been told it's been told like multiple times throughout history like in different parts of the world like really really fucking old times like in china and places around the world um and it's all based on um like the stars and stuff like that you know and it's basically, I guess, they're try- I guess, I guess their point is like all this stuff is all the same story, and it's all based on the stars and the moon and this and that, and it's just been interpreted different ways, but it's overall the same story, you know. It's just, it just so happens that, you know, the whole Catholic Christian version of it stuck around a lot longer, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, it basically won, you know. When people, when people say like, "What do you mean it won?" I'm like, "Dude, like, what year is it?" Like, it's 2019, right? But we, like, the earth isn't 2019 years old, right. you know? We count it from right. Jesus' like Jesus's death, right? So I'm like, you can't say you didn't win the fucking battle when we really, like, based our timeline based off, you know, your story, yeah. right? But, um, yeah, so that, that that's that's a crazy way of thinking about it or, like, a crazy theory, you know? But You got any more scary stories? <sighs> scary stories? Uh, you, well, what I was going to say is, do you know? I mean, I don't want to turn to Joe Rogan, but... Dude, we fucking you're you're a little bit too far from the mic. DMT. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I didn't get to finish the the whole DMT thing, but oh yeah, that's right. That's I, what we were in the middle. Yeah, the reason I'm trying to discuss it is because you had mentioned um, what did you say earlier? Something about oh, embracing death. Right. And like what comes after, right? Right. So um, yeah, when I was telling you about like the curiosity of trying it um. Mm-hmm. People are saying, like, we're, we have, like, this, like, plane of reality right now. So, like, this is, like, our existence. Right. And yeah, I know where like, you're going with this, too. Yeah, the whole yeah. gateway. Okay, but the interesting part is how everybody sees this, like, uh, they meet, like, their creator mm-hmm. or there. So, there was a particular person that I was watching. And he said that he broke through. Mm-hmm. And he saw this, like, superior being. And then he was just, like, he felt, like, at peace. Like, everything he knew. Like, he felt insignificant. Mm-hmm. And that they were, like, all right. They were, like, um, well, it's time to go back. I guess the effects were wearing off and he was like, no, like, I don't want to go back. Like, let me stay here. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, no, like, um, even though your purpose down there is pretty small and insignificant, they were like, you've already made up your mind and you've made it pretty significant in your life. So just go back there. Mm-hmm. So 
next thing you know, he gets sucked right back into his body, mm-hmm. and then he's back in his little dorm room. And then he's just like, fuck, like, I didn't get what I wanted to get out of that. So mm-hmm. he takes another hit, and he mm-hmm. goes right back over there, and he's just like, like, I don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, no, you made up your mind. They are like, so go back. And then mm-hmm. he goes back, and he takes another hit. Mm-hmm. And he does that a couple of times until he, they eventually tell him, like, look, we understand you want to be here. And then he's all like, but don't worry, like, you're going to be here right after, or once you die. Mm-hmm. They were like, this isn't the end. And then they're like, this isn't the, this isn't the end either. Mm-hmm. And then he said, once he heard that, he said that was the answer he needed. And then oh, he says shit. that now he kind of lives knowing that when he dies, he's going to mm-hmm. be in the place that he actually wanted to be at. This whole time. Right. Yeah. And then what I find crazy is how does everybody who takes the, I understand, like, you can get high mm-hmm. and everybody feels the same effects, right? Right. Or you take um, LSD mm-hmm. and everybody and roughly has the same similar effects, effects yeah. right? You take this and you're all seen as a supreme being. Right. Right? That's like it's not, not a coincidence. That's not an effect. Yeah. That's uh, a, re- like a reality. A reality. Like we're, they're literally all going to the same place. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. Don't they say that uh, we already have that chemical in our body? Yeah, DMT so, is naturally occurring in the in any every living thing actually. But Plants, is that animals, the same humans. thing? You know how they say that when you die, like our body releases chemicals. Right. Is that the same thing? Like I don't we know. I think DMT I think and then that's when we start seeing. Supposedly, isn't isn't one of the researchers? Is it wasn't one of the like the theories? Is that like it's the the dream chemical or molecule? It's like it's one of the chemicals that gets released when you dream a lot okay. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like the same thing with like the Joe Rogan. I think I heard something about like. The way he described it was that, it, like another dimension, because he says he recalls being able to see everything like the way it was, uh-huh. but with like this filter added on top of it, like if, like or not a filter on top of it, but like if a filter got like taken off, right. and like or now he's able to see like the true right. As yeah, a lot of people who take it say it feels more real than real, right? Which is trippy. Cause it's trippy. It, and then what trips me out the most is where they talk about how they see these things. That when they're there, they make total fucking sense. But the moment they come back, they they're can't just, describe it for shit. Right, which is what I find trippy about this one guy because he took the hits four times to yeah. go back. Uh-huh. So he got a really like good grasp on it. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? He went back and uh-huh. back and back and back until he like understood. Right. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I I heard that the drug isn't really dangerous like mm-hmm. physically, although psychologically it could have like effects yeah I, th- I think i've heard a couple um stories where like people have had like brain damage you know right, where, like they yeah, don't come yeah. back like so, they but, g- but like more psychological effects right right so, yeah like um like uh you were saying like schizophrenia or things like that yeah but no this guy i mean i'm assuming he was just like in the right mental state he right. wasn't going into it like just blindsided right he was just like i'm going here to seek this but it's just it's just so crazy like joe rogan describes this one particular shape thing whatever it was that he sees that the only way he could describe it when he comes back is that that's it's it was compassion like it like yeah, that's the only thing yeah. he can describe it as like that physical object and he says that it's a physical object and it has a shape but and he, when he's in there he could he understands it and makes sense and it works and everything's fine but the moment he comes back like he has no way to describe it well you know you know what's interesting i took a philosophy class in college mm-hmm. and um there's uh i don't know how you want to call it but there's a story and um it's basically about like an ancient civilization. So mm-hmm. let's just say us, all the three of us here. Let's mm-hmm. just say we're cavemen, right? Right. And you two are like um, the normal people mm-hmm. of the tribe, and we're up on like the chilling, right? And then uh, I go down in a cave, mm-hmm. and I fall there. And this is when I'm young. You guys are so older. Mm-hmm. And every single time the light hits, I can see the shadows of what you guys are doing up there down here. Mm-hmm. And that's how I perceive life. Okay. So just these shadows, right? You guys dancing, you guys eating, just mm-hmm. the shadows. 
and then um, that's my reality. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you come out of there mm-hmm. and you see reality for what it really is. Right. But it, obviously it was misinterpreted the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess what I'm trying to say is this translates to this like bigger philosophical concept of um, there's certain things you can't be taught. So like love, you're not mm-hmm. taught that in school. Right. You, you can't be taught in school. I mean, you just mm-hmm. kind of know what it is. Right. So there is certain, um, I guess, feelings mm-hmm. that um, are described in this realm of reality, mm-hmm. which is above, right? So not in the cave. Right. And um, they're feelings like love. Mm-hmm. So in this world, it's like 100% compassion, 100% mm-hmm. love, 100% right. this. But in our world, we, we can't see it. that. We see like taking care of your children. Right. We interpret it the part way. of love. Right. right? Yeah kissing your girlfriend uh-huh. but we can't truly comprehend what 100% love is because right. we can't step out of that cave right all we're seeing is these shadows these shadows of what we once think, we step yeah. out of the cave which I'm trying to say DMT is, right, is going is out of the cave is what it is yeah, yeah so yeah dude it, it, it's fucking crazy dude like you get what I'm saying yeah so I got lost a little bit it, well yeah I mean I, I kind of tripped over my words a lot but I, I get it though like it, so it, DMT is the reality well what I'm trying to say is that there's two different um, realities, right? Uh-huh. The true reality and what we interpret as right. reality. So the true reality is up above the cave. Yeah. And then our reality is what we perceive, the shadows. Okay. Once we step out of that, we see what everything truly is. So like kissing your son on the forehead, right? Mm-hmm. We interpret that as love. But we can't see what pure love is. Yeah, we don't know what pure love is. Yeah. Like we we we, we can honestly say we don't know what it is. We don't know what it feels like. We just have a fraction of it. Yeah, we just oh, okay. what we think it, it's supposed to right. be. Right, so that's what yeah. I find interesting because you said he saw like an object that was yeah. compassion. And you're just like, what yeah. The fuck? When, like, when, what when, does that when, mean? When right? I heard that, I was like, what's he talking about? <laughs> what kind of but he he le- legitimately just says like the only way I could describe that object is compassion. Right. So and I, that's, that's what it just got me really thinking. Like, what do you mean a shape, a color? resembles or is not even resembles is right like compassion and i'm like how the fuck does that even work that's what got me thinking as right. the, like, and i mean under, i mean you gotta understand like that person who lived in the cave his whole life yeah he won't understand what they're seeing up there right all you're seeing is shadows you're not gonna understand like there's this three-dimensional world right it's not just left and right yeah so like we can't comprehend that but what i find trippy is that this drug allows you to comprehend it's like it's it's so crazy to think that like if it's true if it is if it is the key to open up to like the truth to another dimension to reality the Uh way it's supposed to be how simple it is and and the weird the, the crazy thing is that our body has always had the capacity to do it we just need the key uh-huh. Like it's not like it's like locked away, you know. It's the key is death. Like when it's <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah. Because well, <laughs> I mean, if if they say that, that's exactly what you see when you die, dude. This is exact same thing that they say when when you do DMT. Mm-hmm. You're just so, thinking more of it, dude. What if we're just dying and going to real life? But that's what they're saying. They're saying like, like this was all what a pregame. This is yeah practice. This is, fucking, this is the cave. <laughs> like this is. This is fucking hell. And then they send you mm. to like, all right, you passed. So this is all a test or like, yeah. like, I don't know, dude. Like I trip out on that shit sometimes. Like, and then I start thinking like, what if there is nothing? nothing. What if this is it? Yeah. What if this literally but, but is have it? Have you ever really asked? Cause I've, I've been in the point. Well, actually I, I mean, I grew up with Hector, right? So mm-hmm. I grew up like in a religious like household. Mm-hmm. But from there, I converted to, like, 100% atheist. Mm-hmm. And I would say at the time I was ignorant. I was very, like, he doesn't exist. Like, you guys are all, like, kind of stupid right. or ignorant. 
And then from there, I went to agnostic because I saw that both sides were very, very like assertive on their beliefs. And mm-hmm. just like, he exists, calling it now, nothing you can do to change my mind. Mm-hmm. And then atheist, the same thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't exist, nothing you can do to change yeah. my mind. But um, where were we at? What did you guys just say? Like, what if death is the key to like, yeah. or like, I started saying death like, death is the real, this is just like the. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you were saying like, what if this is the final thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what if there's nothing past this? But I've always asked myself, and this is kind of how I've, like, um, almost, de- I'm determined to believe that there is something, mm-hmm. is because I don't think the question is what comes after, it's what came before. And the fact that mm-hmm. we don't have an answer to that, I think, proves the fact that there's something after. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we really, like, we can go far as back as we can, right? Uh-huh. Historically, right, right, right. right? We Like, you know, scientists have found out the Earth is this long or whatever. But literally, we don't know what the fuck yeah, came before that. Yeah, you get to that. the point where it's just like... What before that? And it's it's one of those questions like, okay, if the universe is infinite, uh-huh. what the fuck does that mean? Right. Like, I can't even wrap my head around infinity. Exactly. Like, to me, like, it's... I feel like an ant when it comes down to, like, mm-hmm. how how simple my brain works, where I feel like I needed to be... um, and I needed to have a capacity. Like, I needed to have a border. I need to know this is it. But to think that it's infinite, it just I, my brain hurts thinking about it. <laughs> right, like well, it's what a lot f- easier to understand. Like, it's a lot easier with to constructs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so. a lot easier to believe that the the universe fits in this box from out there out. Don't worry about it. There's nothing. <laughs> right. You live in this universe and this is it. But to think like it goes on and on. Right. But it's but, like okay, well, then what like but what's what out I'm there? To you say, know? Right, is that we don't even need an answer to that. Simply the fact that we don't have the answer. Mm-hmm is what that's what i'm saying is what makes me believe that we don't have the answer to what comes right. after and yeah. the reason i think it's not the end mm-hmm. is because just, just thinking about how did we got like get here in the first place mm-hmm. it's just beyond our understanding yeah and beyond anyone's where it really makes me question like there has to be something after this right that's a good point there's no simple answer and I no think there is a simple answer like dying right. right i feel like yeah and i don't know like and then there's there's people who okay like Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? He talked, huh? I said the homie. Yeah, yeah he that. talks about how like because he's you know there's there's scientists who like would straight up tell you like ah God doesn't exist like it's all about science right, but Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about how like he doesn't he doesn't he won't strictly say like I don't believe in God but he'll tell you like look I'm a scientist my job is to believe what can be proven, uh-huh. and up to this point. All I can tell you is everything has everything has a scientific reason as to why it is what it is. Uh-huh. He's like, and I can't give you that for God or religion. Right. He's like, so as far as right now, I can't, uh-huh. I can't confirm that. But he doesn't go as far as saying like it doesn't exist. Like some scientists will, right. you know. Which is why I respect like the the perspective of um of an agnostic. Now. Right. It's kind of like what I kind of yeah call myself. Yeah. yeah. It's just I don't know, dude. It's there's so many things. It makes my head hurt, like, and it it really at at to a certain point it makes you feel, um, I don't want to say ins- insignificant because okay, but yeah, yeah. Small. okay, so what are the it's small, yeah, like you're such a small piece in this whole fucking. But that, okay, because here's what I think is interesting though. How does that make you guys feel? I don't think about it too much. It's it's when I when I really get into my head about it, like it happens when I go on, like long drives or whatever, uh-huh. and like I'll start thinking about this shit, um, like it's kind of like a positive and a negative positively like i start thinking like okay i need to think of that i have a really small window of opportunity to do whatever i can which Uh is my life right because my life is like a speck of nothing compared to like the universe right 
I have a really small gap. I have to do the best I can. I have to help the as many people as I can. And I think of it positively, right? As much as I can. But then sometimes I start thinking like, I'm fucking nothing. Like you don't have a footprint. Exactly. Right. Like I'm fucking nothing. Like if, I, like I had I never been born, if I die tomorrow, makes no fucking difference. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, in the grand I've scheme of things. I've seen it as a positive thing, but only for the sheer fact that I think we're lucky to be a part of something oh, definitely. much bigger than definitely. us, right? Like, yeah, even like, if, like, it's a miracle that we're even just here. Yeah, right. Yeah. So even if we don't have a footprint. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like just, the, just the mere fact that you're alive. We're contributing to it. Oh, yeah. And I don't even mean, like, whether or not you become, like, a billionaire or a millionaire or whatever, right? Like, you have you're a small part. Right. This, even though it's the smallest like part possible, it's a part. Right now, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, you were just that one extra variable. In yeah, equation. exactly. Well, yeah. it's like, you know, when they say... um like think of all the things that you've done to that prevented you from dying. Mm-hmm. Like we may, I'm sure we have made a lot of choices where mm-hmm. we could have gone the other way. And we've been oh yeah, just the mere fact that we were born, and that we survived, and that we're here, and like. But I'm pretty sure we did that for other people too. What do you mean? Yeah, like we changed something. Oh yeah, like the, bu- like the, the butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. Yeah, anything you do has a fucking crazy reaction. And right, which is so there's a purpose, the yeah. my buddy. Huh? There's a purpose. I guess maybe the purpose is just so big we don't see it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We're going back to like now we believe in destiny. <laughs> I know. Yeah, huh? but I don't uh, know, dude. Like, but that's why I, I mean I, I tend to be like a very like calm kind of like mm-hmm. dancer. But that's because um I most of the time I'm very like there's no need to worry. There's no distress. Like yeah. if it happens, it happens. Because nice. mm-hmm. there's just certain things where like I'm not saying I believe in destiny, but things are inevitable. Does that make sense? By uh, like uh, what I mean by inevitable is not. If something's gonna happen, well, that's what I mean. Actually, if something's mm-hmm. gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Right. So, like, let's say, fuck that fool Murphy. <laughs> fuck that fool Murphy. That oh, Murphy's thing. law. <laughs> yeah, because we brought that shit up last. Yeah, told me. Yeah. But I know how you were saying, like, you don't like the concept of like, oh, hey, everything's predetermined. So, like, right. stress on the couch, and then mm-hmm. everything's gonna fall in your right. hands, right? But that's what I mean. I mean, like, um, if you sit down and then don't do anything for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm things are bound to happen that aren't good. Right. So, I mean, I'm assuming like, right. And, but then my thing is like, someone's going to argue that by saying, Oh, it was my destiny not to do anything. No, but what I'm trying to say is whatever happens was going to see, that's where it's confusing. (laughs) Right. But it's true. Whatever happens was going to happen. But was it, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, no, what if, no, what if you could have, what if you could have made I'm, a different choice that day no, that no, would have changed the complete different don't. outcome? Do you get what I'm saying? Like tomorrow, you're gonna end up in the same position mm-hmm. that you would have ended up in tomorrow because you're gonna commit those decisions. See, but that's, a, but that's the thing. I, I, I like to feel that like I'm making this decision. I know what you're saying. Like, you're gonna make the decisions regardless. <laughs> so what's gonna happen is gonna happen in the sense of like, yeah, of course, the future's gonna happen. Right. But I like to feel that like I have multiple choices that lead up to that. You do. Right. And and depending on my choice. But that's where it's just, it's just the question. Of like, like, okay, like exactly. Tomorrow we're going to be at Roland, right? That's inevitable. We're going to be at Roland at, you know, 930 in the morning. But I can make the choice to stay up till three in the morning and have a shitty ass morning. Mm-hmm. Or I can make the decision to kick you guys out and go to sleep right now and have a better morning. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So inevitably, yes, I'm going to be at Roland. But I have the choice right now to make that a better situation or a worse situation. But whatever decision you make. That was the inevitable choice. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> it's 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 kind of like these these well, the, 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 these two arguments like they they they, yeah, yeah, they cancel what, each other out. Like right, what I'm trying, but I'm not trying to say like that you don't have a choice. Uh-huh. What I'm trying to say is, does that mean you believe in faith? It's because 
you just it's because I'm I'm saying that I have my different choices and I could change my outcome and you're and you're just saying yeah but it was destiny for you to change your mind and then change your outcome right <laughs> so I, I could never win this argument because oh, at the no, end no, of the no, day you're just gonna say like no, 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 well I'm yeah not, it was it was destined for you to change your mind <laughs> right you know so but, that, but that's the thing I'm not trying to necessarily argue I'm just uh, trying to say does that mean that you do believe in faith or not faith uh fate fate uh-huh you just know you have your choices within it <sighs> I don't know. I think I just don't like to think that I believe in fate, you know? But because somebody said it. I forgot who said it. They were just like, oh, people always say, like, hey, if our life is predetermined, why try? Or, like, if God already wrote it out. Right. It's just like, well, what if God wrote, like, fill in the blank? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or a fucking essay question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mad yeah. Lib. Huh? Mad Lib or Ad Lib? Ad Lib? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. What's it? Yeah. But use the back of the page if you need it. <laughs> yeah. I want to see your work. But uh, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's just too. We are pretty insignificant, or too. Sm- we're pretty small. That like when we even just thinking. But you of know like, what? But it's vice versa. It just makes us that more significant too. That yeah, right. yeah. Even if the fact that we're thinking about it. But but one thing that I always like to think about is as as insignificant as you feel you are to the world, you're the world to somebody. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes sense for the most part for most people. Yeah, because I was about to say. You know, like, like yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there's somebody out there who that has people, nobody. And right, like, there's some people that bro. I'm sure that's probably why they don't like this life, right? Right, they don't because they feel like way. there's nobody there, right. right? There's nobody waiting for them, right? So, but I feel like for the most part, for I guess, like, I guess the the mass people, like, there is somebody that's gonna miss you if you were gone. Yeah. For the most part, there's multiple people for that sure. would miss you if you were gone. Um, in cases where like. In cases where, like, parents, you know, your kid, you're, you're for the most part, like, for the kid, like, you know, your mom, your dad, like, they're everything to you, right? Like, to a certain point as when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you know, you might say, like, oh, I'm just this and this and that. But, like, to your kid, you're fucking everything. Right. You know what I mean? So, I, I think it's just a matter of perspective and how you look at life. Yeah. It's kind of funny that we're talking about all this stuff because we, we're at Weekfest uh-huh. and it's a car event. But this podcast is not... Like we said the first time, going to be only about cars. Mm-hmm. We want to talk to like people like my brother, some rappers, some artists, some photographers, philosophers, everyone. Um, we're not the. I mean, we don't know the everything. I guess we're not the smartest yeah. people. We're not the so, most resourceful. We're just out here talking. And if you guys want to listen, yeah. You know? Hopefully, my voice doesn't sound exactly like my brother's. And right. I just no, no, there's the a, there's a distinguishment. Is there? I yeah, just yeah, realized yeah. that might be yeah. an issue. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can distinguish the difference. But yeah, this was a good episode because I don't even get to talk to my brother like that. So I invited him to Weekfest because he's barely getting in, not getting into cars, but he wants to buy his first car mm-hmm. hopefully soon. So I just thought I'd bring him. He seems like he's interested in cars, but not like how we are. You're like talking about him like he was not right there. Oh, I'm talking to the audience. Oh. Yeah, it exactly. just sounded a little weird. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's why he's here. But uh, he helps me out a lot with uh, Just Noise. And actually, my logo, I designed it, and then he just kind of perfected it, I guess. Well, it's not perfect because there's no such thing as that, according to Raul. But um, I didn't say there isn't. Yeah, Did that's why. Perfection is the enemy, enemy of, of progression. Yeah. Dude, that's but, so true. <gasps> well, you look at that. I didn't Hector. say it's not true. I'm just 
You just hate my ideology. You just use it for negative things. But um, let us know if you guys are interested in what we just talked about this past hour or so. Um, leave feedback. Leave comments. Hit us up on the DMs. Post about it. Comment on Instagram. Uh, let us know if you guys are, liked it or you guys want to just want us to stick to just you know simpler simpler topics but um yeah it's basically just us having conversations and just recording it so i mean this is probably what we would have been talking about had there not been mike so yeah exactly we just happened to record our conversation tonight so and um yeah hopefully tomorrow's fun tomorrow is set up for week fest yeah tomorrow we're setting up um, today's friday the 29 28 28. no wait yeah it is yeah um i thought it was 12 already no but yeah uh my brother's working on the logo for the podcast mm-hmm. and follow him his instagram is mr godina mm-hmm. you'll link it below yes and yeah hit him up if you need designs he he's done work for some pretty known people i guess which i didn't know until he followed me on instagram thanks for the plug yeah (laughs) um but yeah follow him check out his stuff he should post some more soon so you guys can check out his work soon yeah and um we're gonna if you guys well i don't know when you're gonna this is gonna be uploaded but i don't know i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna do it now because we have to worry about week fest and all that so it'll be sometime next week yeah but uh yeah that was fun thank you guys for listening and yeah if you liked it share it with somebody Please share it. Uh, Listen follow it. us on yeah. Instagram. Put it on at work over the speakers. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to everyone who listened to the first one. We got a pretty good amount. I didn't think it yeah. was going to be that much. And we got really good feedback, too. People yeah. were like, we're really outspoken about how much they liked it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't think we were going to get that. <laughs> and let us know, once again, if you guys know anyone that yeah, if you guys want to. Yeah, if you guys want to hear somebody, yeah, let us know who it is. We'll talk to them. We'll bring them on. We'll go to them. We're pretty mobile. Um, And yeah, just let us know who you guys want to talk to and we'll get it done. Thank you for listening. Thank you.